This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's satellites. USDA announcing relocation site. New twist on disaster rules and FCC's new plan to find rural broadband gaps. New site for research agencies coming today. The day that several cities have eagerly anticipated and many USDA employees have been dreading it's finally here. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue says he'll announce today where the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture will be moved. Perdue said the site will be named after he briefs employees of the agencies. Purdue told reporters yesterday, out of respect for our employees, I want to go to them first and tell them. He's been choosing between Kansas City, the Raleigh-Durham area, and different sites in Indiana. Payments for Prevent Plant could take a while. Purdue has offered some new information on how USDA plans to go about deciding what farmers will qualify for preventive planting under the latest disaster aid bill. USDA said in guidance this week that the payments will be limited to counties that have received presidential or secretarial disaster declarations, although farmers elsewhere may be eligible on a case-by-case basis. On Wednesday, Purdue said that the county designations will be based on where farmers are filing for prevented planting benefits on their crop insurance policies. It will be some time before that information is available from the Risk Management Agency since some of the triggered dates for prevented planting claims haven't arrived yet, according to Purdue. RMA, the crop insurance program, will notify us of where those are and how many acres there are and where they're located. Purdue said we'll have better data and we'll set the disaster program according to that data. And here's the bottom line. University of Illinois economist Gary Snicky says it appears USDA, quote, will declare a county disaster area based on the number of prevent plant acres. So if a county has a large enough acres, they will declare it a disaster area. And he adds, the next question then is how many prevent plant acres are needed to be a disaster area? Keep in mind, the size of those payments will be limited by the overall $3 billion cap on agriculture assistance in the legislation. Five states dominate the first round of trade aid. Five Corn Belt states have claimed 46% of the total payments that USDA made under the 2018 version of its market facilitation program. That according to an analysis by the American Farm Bureau Federation. That's not a big surprise given that soybeans had the highest payments rate by far, reflecting the impact of China's retaliatory tariffs. The five states include Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, and Indiana. Rounding out the top ten includes Kansas, Ohio, North Dakota, Missouri, and South Dakota. California, the nation's number one agricultural state by sales, ranks number 20 in MFP payments, 70.5 million, or 38 million of which was for dairy producers. Keep in mind, the rankings could shift somewhat with the next round of MFP payments since more commodities will qualify and payment rates will be based on the mix of commodities in each county. FCC looks to fix broadband map. The Federal Communications Commission is going to consider a proposal later this summer to improve its map of broadband services that Secretary of Agriculture and others have said greatly overstates which rural areas have high-speed Internet service. 
The map is used to determine where federal broadband subsidies are spent. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai used a Senate hearing uh, on Wednesday to announce a plan to require companies to provide more detail on where they are providing service and also allow for public input on where service gaps exist. The full commission will consider the proposed order at its August meeting. Pai said the requirements should result in more granular and accurate broadband maps. Critics say the broadband companies have been deliberately overstating their coverage areas to keep out competition. The FCC has been under heavy pressure from senators to do something about this mapping process. Purdue has called the existing maps fake news. Well, the Democratic member of the Senate Commerce Committee, Brian Schatz of Hawaii, chided Pai for not alerting his four fellow members, including the two Democrats, before announcing the proposal at the hearing yesterday. Trump offers optimism on Mexican border control. President Trump is offering some reason for optimism that he won't threaten Mexico with tariffs again. He said yesterday that Mexico is doing what they need to do to stop the flow of Central American migrants to the U.S., If Mexico does a great job, then you're not going to have the very many people coming up, Trump told reporters. If they don't, then we have phase two. Phase two is very tough, but I think they're going to do a good job. Trump confirmed there will be a 45-day review of Mexico's actions on immigration, but he didn't explain what phase two would entail or detail any specific targets that Mexico must achieve. He said Mexico is moving 6,000 troops to its southern border to help block migrants from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. New Zealand sees boom in apple exports to China. China's not buying many U.S. apples these days because of the ongoing trade war and Chinese tariffs. But New Zealand is seeing new opportunity and sales to the Chinese are booming. New Zealand sold 22,171 metric tons of apples to China in 2018. That's a 33% increase from 2017, according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. New Zealand sales to China are rising even more quickly this year. From January through March, New Zealand exported 9,060 tons to China, a 68% increase from the same time period in 2018. Chinese tariffs on U.S. apples now totals 60%. Endangered species lists to be trimmed. The Fish and Wildlife Service will propose removing 25 species from the list of threatened and endangered species over the next three years. That according to a work plan released by the agency. By September 30th, FWS plans to propose delisting the interior population of the least tern found throughout the Midwest and the Canadian lynx found from Michigan in the east to the Pacific Northwest. Defenders of Wildlife, which publicized the work plan, said it's concerned that some species, such as the lynx and the gray wolf, which FWS proposed to delist earlier this year, could lose Endangered Species Act protection before they have recovered. Here's today's He Said It. Those discussions were at a very high level. I don't have the details of that. That Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue when asked about President Trump's claim that Mexico agreed to increase imports of U.S. farm commodities. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 13th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.